Welcome to Stranger Bridgerland Podcast. True stories of the paranormal, ghosts, hauntings, cryptids, glitches, and more. Hey guys, welcome to the first podcast for Stranger Bridgerland. Uh, I am John Olson, author of the Stranger Bridgerland book series. Uh, I've spent 30 years uh, interviewing people and studying and exploring the paranormal. And with me, as always, is Colton. Hi, Colton. Hello. How we doing? Doing pretty good. Good. Um, I decided to start this podcast um, because there's a lot of things I wanted to talk about. I, like I said, I've been interviewing people for 30 years and just you know, delving into the paranormal. And I thought it would be fun to come together and pick a, a topic and just kind of explore that topic in the paranormal. And um, I wanted to start with glitches in the matrix because that's one of the ones that, you know, I interview a lot of people about that. I study a lot about that. And it's just, it's really fun and, and just kind of fun to get into. Um, it's also... Um, you know, we're going to be delving into, we'll do about two podcasts a week is what we're planning. And we'll pick another topic every uh, episode and delve into it. Certain things like glitches in the matrix or hauntings, obviously, you know, it's going to take more than one podcast to do everything involved in it. But um, I, the next one I want to do after this one, I want to do... Um, unexplained or strange um, missing people oh, like, like the missing 401 yeah, miss, yeah missing 401 I want to delve into that I that's I, a pretty intense topic to, with a second episode yeah it's pretty intense but um, I, I've read all of um, David Pilates books Pilates 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 I always get Pilates anyway I always get his name script. Um, I've actually talked to him several times uh, via really? email. Yep, I, I have sent him a few things um, about a couple incidents in Utah that uh, he ended up using in his books. And um, there for a while I was talking back and forth quite a bit. Uh, it's it's just, that's a fascinating story, which we'll get into on the next, um, next Stranger Bridgerland. But uh, we'll be talking about all different kinds of things. On Stranger Bridgeland, getting into them like Bigfoot, uh, aliens, Bigfoot, aliens, skin UFOs, walkers. skinwalkers. There's uh, we, the just, list goes on. Yeah, the list goes on and on. And like I said, I've spent 30 years interviewing people. I have uh, five books that are out with all true paranormal stories. Um, Stranger Bridgeland book series. I have a sixth one coming out. Um, we're looking to uh, do a big reveal with the cover next week and uh, everything like that. So um, I'm excited about the sixth book coming out. And uh, let's delve in. Let's dive into Glitches in the Matrix. I'm ready. All right. So what, Colton, what do you know about Glitches in the Matrix? I what? know that there's a lot of stories out there that are just bizarre beyond belief that you just, just doesn't make sense on paper. Right, exactly, and that's what you know. Glitches in the Matrix is. It's kind of um, stories that they just don't match up. Yeah, a like lot of it. See someone that you remember from like middle school or something. You go up to them and like they have no idea who you are. They don't know who you are. Right. That could be a a, a personal Mandela. Or, or oh, that's what I was going to say is um, some of the biggest ones is Mandela effects. Have you heard yeah. of the Mandela effects? So those are, are kind of glitches in the matrix that seem to affect a lot of people. 
um, and in, in large groups of people. And I actually did some research. I, I love the Mandela effects, and I kind of picked some of my favorite to share with you guys and see uh, what you thought um, about you know these Mandela effects. And I tried to tried to pick some. There's hundreds and hundreds of them out there, but I tried to pick some that um, you might know, Colton, mm -hmm. and um, that uh, our listeners might know or be unaware of, which would be nice. So. Um, <laughs> You know Curious George? Yes. Okay. Do you know the Mandela effect with Curious George? I do not. Okay. So many people remember Curious George with a tail, that he had a tail. Really? Yep. But he doesn't have a tail, and he's never had a tail. But a lot of people remember him having a tail. I remember him having a tail myself, but uh, for some reason, yep, now Curious George does not have a tail. There's another one that I saw where Shaggy... Remember Shaggy? Yeah. He had an Adam's apple. He had an Adam's apple, yeah. He yep. doesn't. Yeah, he never had an Adam's apple, but everybody remembers him having an Adam's apple. That's a good one. That was that one's really strange because I remember that watching it as a little kid. Yeah, same here. Like Scooby Doo was kind of my childhood at that point. Yeah, you watched we had, you watched all the Scooby Doo's and I remember that I remember like yeah, it's really weird that he doesn't have one anymore. Um another one is a lot of people remember Jiffy Peanut Butter. Mm -hmm. And it's spelled J-I-F-F-Y. There's never been a Jiffy peanut butter. It's, it's just been Jif. Jif. Yep. And a lot of people swear that they saw, you know, Jiffy peanut butter. Um, I That one I'm, I'm didn't affect me. I don't remember that one, but that was pretty pretty strange. Um, another one, uh, this is a big one because I remember this one. Uh, the no Monopoly man on Monopoly. The monocle. He, yeah, he... We, I always remember him having a monocle. I remember seeing that on the get out of jail free and everything. But he's never had a monocle. At least not in this dimension or whatever you want to call it. No no uh, monocle on the Monopoly man. Another good one. Um, Kit Kat. Mm -hmm. Many people remember there being a dash between the Kit and the Cat. Like a, a straight line on there. That's never been there either. It's really? just been Kit Kat. I remember. Um, I I thought there was a dash. Yeah, thought there was a dash. No, no dash. Um, That's kind of weird. weird. Yep. This one was big for me because I remember this one. Uh, Fruit of a Loom, which is the underwear company, you know. They, um, I always remember their symbol being uh, fruit in what is a cornucopia. You know what a cornucopia is. They, they show it at um, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I always remember that being Fruit of the Loom with the cornucopia. I, uh, and and you you don't remember that? I do. Oh, you that. do? Yeah. It's never had a cornucopia, which is weird. When I was a little kid, um, they used to have a commercial where guys were dressed up as fruit, and then they would show the logo. And if any of you guys out there remember this, um, and I always remember there being a cornucopia when they showed that button. Nope. No cornucopia. Um, uh, Star Wars 1. Uh, C3PO has always had a silver leg which is really weird because I don't remember him ever having a silver leg not until the last uh, last couple Star Star Wars when they showed him then I was like why does he have a silver leg and everyone was like he's always had a silver leg but and another one from Star Wars is uh, the I am your father one mm -hmm. when, when everybody thought he said Luke I am your father but he actually says no I am your father. Yeah, yeah. That was that's a big one too from Star Star Wars. Um, this one is the other one that that hit me too. The Mister Rogers song. Um, 
how do you remember? It's a beautiful day. In the neighborhood. In the neighborhood, right? Yeah. That's how everybody remembers it, but that's not how it is. Really? It's it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. No. Yeah, it's this neighborhood. Isn't that weird? Everybody remembers in the neighborhood, and it's this neighborhood. That's one that really kind of threw me off, too. Wow. Um, And then two more that's more for um, the older my people my age, Generation X. Um Lamb Chop. Did you ever know Lamb Chop? No. It was like it was a um Sherry Lewis did a song with her puppet it was a little lamb named Lamb Chop and she sang a song and as little kids um they sang it all the time to irritate the parents. Um and everybody remembers it as this is the song that never ends. It just goes on and on my or that never ends. This is the song that never ends. Mm-hmm. But that's not how it goes. It actually has always been, this is the song that doesn't end. Mm, yeah. That, yeah, that one's really strange that's too. That's weird. It's, this is the song that doesn't end. And the, and I remember it distinctively, this is the song that never ends. But And then the other one that's even for maybe a little bit older generation, actually mine, I remember this. If you remember the commercials, I remember distinctly commercials where Ed McMahon, Ed McMahon was a guy that he was um, Johnny Carson's um, guy next to him that spoke with him on The Tonight Show. But he used to always do commercials for Publishers Clearinghouse. They gave away money. I mean, everybody remembers Ed McMahon doing that. Nope. Ed McMahon... Never had anything to do with Publishers Clearinghouse. He's never been in a commercial. He's never had anything to do with it. And that one's really, really strange, especially for um, the older generation like me. I remember the commercials with Ed McMahon. But um, so those are some of the Mandela effects that uh, affect everybody. They're they're out there, and a lot of people recognize them. Have, have you ever had any experiences with the glitch in the matrix or anything like that? I have. I've had one personal experience, and I wrote it in one of my books. And if I remember correctly, I, I changed the name because at the time I was still... It was one of my first books. So I think it, it was the first book, actually. Yeah, the first book. So I'm a big... Um, I'm a big uh, fan of Terry Pratchett. He's an author. And he writes Discworld stuff. He's British... And for those of you that don't know, he writes tongue-in-cheek, funny, um, uh, fantasy kind of stuff. It's really funny stuff. And I started reading that when I was uh, a teenager in high school. And my absolute favorite book growing up of his is called Small Gods. I read that over and over again. Well, um, as I got older and, you know, you, you... you grow up and you get an adult job and you get adult money and then you buy childish things. (laughs) I found on eBay and ordered a first edition Small Gods signed by Terry Pratchett. And I was over the moon. He was still alive at the time, but it was still hard to find a first edition. And that was the pride and joy of my uh, book collection. Like, Mm -hmm. I showed everybody. I was so just over the moon and excited about that. Well... Um, at one point I, I, I had to move, we moved. And so I put my book collection in storage and I packed them all away really nice, um, and put them away. And then later on, uh, when I finished my house and I finished my, um, uh, bookshelf, I built a really nice bookshelf. I went and got my book collection and pulled them out. And I remember pulling out my first edition, small gods. 
and I opened it up and I flipped through it and I flipped through it and I could not find that sign. It wasn't signed anymore. And I was upset because it wasn't like it was a hardback first edition. It's not like people could, you know, it's, it's not like there were some cat burglars out there that bought a first edition and then snuck into my storage and switched it. But I put them all, I put all my books away and I was just really dumbfounded. And I, I started looking through some of my other books and I had a first edition of a book called Guards Guards, which is also a Terry Bratchett book. And that one signed now, but it was small gods when I put them into storage. When I pulled them out, it's guards, guards that is signed, which is, so that's my own personal Mandela effect where I, I knew, I know I had a signed copy of the first edition of small gods. Cause that was my favorite book. And then I looked forever for that. Yeah. And now it's guards, guards. So, um, that's my own personal, uh, uh, Mandela effect. Um, I've also heard a lot of um, first-hand accounts. The, the internet is full of um, first-hand accounts. And if of, you search it up wrong, it will come up with Glitches the Movie. Glitches the Movie, which was not a good movie <laughs> from what I understand. Um, they tried really hard to make a movie about Glitches in the Matrix, and it did not turn out super well. You can look <laughs> it up. I, I, you know, look it up, look it up for laughs, but um, it is not what you would expect. Um but it's interesting. I know not too long ago, I read a story um, that somebody gave me and um, I searched and searched and searched for this lady because when I put stories in my book, it has to be first person. Um, I have to get it from the, the person that it happened to. And so um, I, I looked everywhere for this lady and I still haven't been able to find her. I haven't given up hope, but um, hers was a really strange story. Um, she uh, she had a baby with her husband and was um, being a stay-at-home mom. And the baby was about six months old. And she'd been playing and working in the house. And her and the baby went to the bedroom to take a nap. They laid down to take a nap. And she woke up about an hour later and the baby's gone. And she looks all over everywhere and can't find the baby. And she goes into the baby's room. And it's not the baby's room. It's not it's not a baby's room anymore. It's still an office. And she calls her husband frantic saying the baby's gone. They took everything. What, you know, what do we do? Should I call the cops? And her husband is like, what baby? What are you talking about? And apparently she remembers the last six months or actually six months plus nine months of being pregnant, having the baby. And then now she lives in a reality where she didn't have the baby. Um, she either she, her husband said something maybe she had miscarried before or something and and but she remembers the entire you know a uh, year and a half that's crazy. completely different right that's one of the crazier ones i've ever heard and like i said i've really tried to reach out and try and find this woman um i had talked to somebody who had talked to her um, but i'm still trying to reach her because i would love that for my book because it's just kind of strange but i um, i i found a story that's pretty interesting yeah so there there was this college guy uh, who was, was he, I think you might know the story as well. Wasn't he at like the park and he got like knocked out? Oh, he's at a bar. That was that uh, one where he was at what, a bar and then some guy punched him out. Yeah. Right. And uh, he woke up and he went on with his life, mm-hmm. found a wife, had what, two kids, two, right? Two girls, yeah. Two girls and like 
years later, there was the he woke up one day, and on his nightstand there was this lamp that was mm-hmm. flipped upside down, mm-hmm. and all day it just bothered him. And when he got back home from work, it was still flipped upside down. And he asked his wife about it, and his wife couldn't see the lamp. Right. And so he went to bed. He woke up in an ambulance going to the hospital. Yep, from from when he got punched um, originally. Yeah. yeah. And then he, from what I understand, it took him counseling and everything to get over that fact because in his mind he had lived, I think, six or seven years Yeah. Um, while he was passed out and remembered everything and his kids and everything. And he's even looked for the woman that he had married and can't find him. He, and uh, if I remember her. correctly, he tried to go to her parents house yeah and she they weren't there and yeah it was like it was like he lived another life and then got drugged back into this one which is really that's a really strange uh, glitch in the matrix for sure it's a very uh, what's the dramatic dramatic uh, yeah, yeah very dramatic experience so um one one that I had recently, I guess within the last couple of, last year, I interviewed this woman. She contacted me after I did a podcast, and she had a really fascinating um, glitch in the matrix. I guess you could say. Uh, her name was Cat. Her name is Cat, <laughs> and um, she moves a lot for work. She does a lot of different work. She'll work in a city for you know five or six months helping companies, and then she moves on. And she was staying in um, Lynchburg, Virginia, and it was the fall, and it was beautiful. It's really beautiful in Virginia that this time, that time of year. And um, she had found a trail. It was called the Blackwater Creek Trail, and she loved to go in the afternoons after work or get off a little early and go on a walk around this. It's like a walk around a pond, a really big pond. And one day she was on a walk, and she's going around. And around the corner came two women on, on bicycles. And because uh, it's a bike path and a walking trail. Yeah. And as they passed, they kind of nodded at each other and waved as they did. And as they passed her, all of a sudden, the same two women appeared again around the corner, like in front of her. So they just passed, and all of a sudden, they were coming around the corner again. And she looked over her shoulder and looked at the ladies and. The ladies actually stopped because they had experienced the same thing. And really? they were like, they were like, how did you do that? And she's like, I was going to ask you the same thing. What happened? You just passed me and now you're back again. And um, it was almost like the, they experienced, they all three experienced a skip. Like they skipped back Yeah. all of a sudden like, and experienced oh, the same thing again. And like a portal yes something like that something like that yeah but she found it really fascinating sort of the two ladies that she ran into um but she had she'd heard me speak on another podcast about glitches in the matrix and um she wanted to share that story uh that that story in with greater detail will be in uh, my new book coming out but i thought that was fascinating and um, that happens a lot to people uh, that I've talked to, yeah. where they experience something and then it just turns around and they experience it again. But what made this one really unique was that they had this, the, like the ladies experienced it too. She didn't just experience it, that but the really ladies weird. experienced it too. Yeah. So, um, isn't there like uh, almost like a glitch that happens to a lot of people in our area where it's like the disappearing stairs? 
as well. So that's so that's interesting too. Yeah, it's up Smithfield Canyon. I don't know if you would necessarily call that a glitch. It might be, um, but I've I've talked to several people. There's a canyon here. We live in northern Utah. For those of you who are new, and um, live in the mountains of northern Utah. And there's a canyon called um, Smithfield Canyon, and there's a lot of strange things that go on up there. It's a really interesting place. But I've interviewed people, uh, several people, who have been on a hike. Uh, one one guy in particular was all alone on a hike, and he found these stairs. And they're um, cement stairs in the mountain that go up, and he followed them and followed them. And uh, he lost track of, he couldn't see the city, and he should have been able to see the lights from the city, but couldn't anymore. And um, he finally got just too weirded out by the whole situation and left the stairs and then headed back to his truck. But he, he, he actually um, experienced some time dilation. Um, what should have not taken that long took um, like two or three hours longer than what his hike should have. Yeah. And um, so I don't know, you know, there's, a, there's stories about stairs in the mountains and and you know that one's kind of like on the fence of being a glitch and just being right. a, like a or something weird. super paranormal yeah. but yeah it, you know in my opinion it could fall under a glitch in the matrix or because it doesn't it doesn't really fall into ghosts or cryptids or you know something like that i know that in the uinta mountains which is uh, south of us and um skinwalker ranch borders right on the edge of the, yeah. uh, the uinta mountains um there's a lot of stories that I've heard um, of people who find uh, caves full of gold in the mountains. Mm -hmm. And what's really strange about that is once they leave the, the area to go back, no matter how detailed they are about finding the, the cave again, they can never find it again. It disappears. Yeah. And that's one that's really strange that happens in the Uintas that I, I've read several times of. The of Uintas men. is also just full of paranormal and yeah, it is. There's Bigfoot's Bigfoot Bigfoot stories. There are UFOs, um, like you said, Skinwalkers, um, and just all kinds of cryptids. Cryptid, all cryptids. all kinds of different things that go on. But um, so so it's interesting that. Uh, maybe glitches might be associated to a place. It's possible that they're associated to a place. Uh, another interesting story that I read was um, this kid in England, and um, I was going to mark down where I read this from, but I forgot to mark it down. But it was a really interesting story. So he grew up in the 80s in England, and he remembers that one day... Uh, they had a new student in class. And he thought he was American because he spoke with an American accent. And the kid kind of said, yeah, I'm from somewhere in America. And he, his dad was was in uh, England to do work, so he was going to go to school. Now, yeah. this is in 87. So back then, uh, for those of us who lived in 87, that's not you. Ah, yeah. uh, no, <laughs> there wasn't as much technology back then. In fact, you know... Uh, I was in, see, in 87, I was in uh, middle school. Yeah, middle school. And I remember some classes had an Apple II and some classes didn't. An Apple II was an old computer. Like, oh my goodness. It's, and you had to, it was funny because you had to earn time to get on it in that <laughs> class. But um, anyway, he was talking about uh, one day 
they were at lunch with the new kid and the new kid was a little bit weird and off his mannerisms and stuff and they just kind of attributed that to him saying he was an American but he he said oh you know I gotta show you guys something and he pulled out something out of his bag and it was flat and thin and just a giant screen now he said now he re would recognize it as a tablet really yep and at lunchtime this kid would pull it out and they would watch cartoons and wa and play games on it and they would ask him where did you get that and he'd go oh we got it in america or you know oh you know they're not here yet they don't have them here yet and um so he was this kid was there for about two or three weeks and he remembers even watching cartoons that that hadn't come out yet like really? he remembers sitting watching Reg roger rabbit with wow. the kid but this was years before roger rabbit came out and the kid one day just wasn't at school and they said that they'd moved back to america but that's weird yeah and but then later on he was he he's, he remembers as a kid waiting for years for this screen his magic screen to come out and it never did and then finally one day i guess 30 years later tablets finally came out and he recognized it as that's what that was was basically like a a he called it a brown like it had a brown outside instead of white version of um the i, I tablet Wow. Yeah. That and goes into like time travel. Time travel, right? It could be time travel, could be time slips, could be uh, any kinds of things like that. But that's that's kind of a fascinating, um, fascinating idea that um, you could meet somebody um, from the future or or somebody that has you know stuff from the future. And so that's the cool thing about um, glitches in the Matrix. Well, at least that I find is that. You know, it, it covers such a wide base of um, stories from different people. Yeah. Um, there's, I, I have one story that I collected. It's in one of my books as well. And it could almost fall under glitches in the Matrix. Um, this gentleman was hunting deer um, in the early 80s, I believe, if I remember correctly. He was a teenager and he was hunting deer um, near Bear Lake, um, just uh, west of east of the sinks which is an area called the sinks like black mountain area yeah but back that way yeah and he'd been up there and was watching deer and been watching deer all day from the mountain that he was sitting on and all of a sudden down to his left in an opening there was a guy standing there and he looked with the binoculars and this guy was tall skinny pale and in a suit uh, a weird color suit and a hat and he was just standing still. He had a suitcase and everything. And he watched him for a while with the binoculars and he never moved. And so he finally walked down. It was about 10 o'clock in the morning. So he walked down to see if the guy was okay. And he was trying to be, make enough noise not to scare the guy. But when he finally got into the clearing in the opening, uh, he asked the guy, he was like, um, can I help you? And the guy jumped like, like he had startled him. And he turned and looked at him and he said he was didn't have any hair. Um, he was bald under his hat and he had a very weird, goofy smile on his face. And he said, oh, yes. He's like, I seem to have misplaced myself. And he's like, the kid's like, you're lost? Like, yes, I'm lost. Can you tell me where the nearest township is? And the kid's like, well, if you go down this way, 
you'll hit a road and then run into Lake Town, which is down at Bear Lake. That's the closest town. Yeah. And the guy thanked him. And the guy was tall, too. Uh, six, three, six, four. Just weird. I mean, he's in a weird color suit from the 50s. and Out in the middle of nowhere. Out in the middle of nowhere. So he walks off, heading in that direction. That guy thanked him and walked off. And he remembered that there was a weird ozone smell, kind of a weird smell in the air. Yeah. And so he makes his way back to his to his truck or his car that's back up on top. And he said he saw the guy around 10 o'clock in the morning, walked down, took 15 minutes talking to the guy for a minute. He looked around to try and find the guy's tracks and couldn't find any tracks from the guy except for his tracks leaving, which was really weird. But by the time he got back to his um, uh, car, it shouldn't have been later than 12 o'clock yeah you know it should have taken a couple hours at the most to hike back out and it was like four o'clock he had somehow lost like four hours of time in all of that it's crazy yeah and so um there is a phenomena that is associated with ufos it's called the smiling man yeah and so i kind of thought maybe that might you know when i talked to him the last time i kind of mentioned that to him about you know the smiling man and and you know this guy shows up around the same time as um ufos or we'll talk to people who have seen ufos yeah and he wears weird clothes and has a weird creepy grin i don't know if that's associated with this guy's story but um it's just something like completely out of the ordinary and weird, but yeah, it could definitely fall under glitches in the matrix for sure. I have another story from actually one of your books. I believe it was the third book. It's uh, the Lost Pioneer Boy, and yeah, Lost Pioneer Boy. That could be actually more ghosts. I'm thinking that's more ghosts. Well, it's We're still like in the mountains for sure, it's... and it's still like time travel would still be well, a part of that as it, well it's possible i i honestly think after talking to him i'll, t- I'll tell the story real quick unless you want to but you, you got it um two two guys this was in the late 70s uh I, again a teenage boy and his older brother were hunting deer spent the day and then later on they started hearing crying as it was getting darker down in the trees um near an area called scare canyon uh, they followed the the trail down, and they found this boy was sitting next to this rock. Uh, he was in old clothes, um, no shoes, black feet from walking, and had dirty face and like um, it was. He had so much detail from seeing this kid that um, there were um, you know tear tree streaks in his cheeks through the dirt. And when they asked him if he was okay, he pointed down towards the left and. They looked at what the boy was pointing at, and when they came back, he was gone. Like, he disappeared. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it could be a glitch where you're seeing through time, but I honestly, that one felt a lot more like a ghost or like a ghost yeah. um, of the boy somehow was up there. Maybe he died up there getting lost or something, Pioneer Boy, who knows what it was. But that one seemed a little bit more, to me, at least to me, more of a ghost story. Um, and... Uh, kind of a ghost thing yeah um but definitely creepy nonetheless and definitely weird nonetheless um so you know there's you guys can go out there and and look up glitches in the matrix you can look up uh, personal mandela effects in my books I've, i've got a lot more stories um about 
uh, glitches in the matrix and, and things like that if you're interested um, but it's just fascinating to me uh, what could be causing it and there's a couple theories on that and I kind of want to run through a couple of those theories all right one is this thought that we live in a, a matrix type style where we're living in a computer simulation yeah and uh, Elon Musk talks about that a lot and the fact that you know as we keep going on and and computers keep increasing and programs keep increasing in speed and and everything like that and AI that it's not unfathomable 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 that uh, we could you know within 10 years or whatever be able to make some sort of uh, simulation where um, you know you're you're living in a simulation or that we're in what's called a um, a history simulation yep. where you know our ancestors way down the line you know recreated us so that they could see history happen or how we interacted yeah um, there's a lot of different theories about that as well another weird thing is like we almost have uh, back to the first thing that you said we almost have uh, the the simulation with the VR we, right that's pretty crazy to think about as well and I read an article by a, a neuroscientist um, neuroscientist and he said if you think about it um, <laughs> this is gonna creep out some people but where are you really you're seeing you're smelling you're tasting yeah. but you're really inside your head you're inside your skull that's yeah. where you really are everything that you see everything that you smell taste touch is just sensory input yeah and it would be very easy to well not easy but for an advanced civilization to uh, build a thing where you are directly inputting that into the brain you know you could be sitting in a vat somewhere <laughs> experiencing this yeah, which is through a computer crazy to think about it is really crazy to think about and um, so that's one theory um, it's it's kind of a big theory out there yeah another theory is that uh, the um, you know we have this uh, theory out there as well that's the multiverse there's for every action that you choose in life mm -hmm. You choose that action, and then some another version of you chose a different thing. Like this morning, if you chose to have cereal instead of toast, somewhere out there, there's a you that chose toast over cereal, and it created another universe. And there's infinite number of those universes. And what's happening is they're bumping into each other mm -hmm. and crossing. That's one theory as well, is that... Like an endgame where, like... Yeah, like, <laughs> it's a big thing right now with... Um, with the Marvel Universe is delving into the multiverse um, and talking about all of that kind of thing. There's a new movie coming out next month, Doctor, um, Strange, Doctor Strange, which is going to be and a really interesting movie to it, watch. Right now that we've talked about this, now that we've talked about, yeah, it's interesting how art imitates life sometimes because of all the strange things that go on. But uh, so that's one theory too: is that these, for whatever reason, these universes are bumping into each other. Another theory that I heard recently is whenever you die, if you have an accident and you die, mm -hmm. you don't end up dying. But what happens is you get put into another body that survived that accident. Um, like if you were ever crossing the road and almost got hit by a car, 
There's another universe where you got hit by that car, but instead of dying, you bumped in. You just got bumped into the next universe. That's and that weird. would explain. Yeah, that's really weird. But that would explain too why things change a little bit. Like this isn't if I if I grew up in the universe where Mister Rogers said it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, but now I got bumped into a universe where. He said it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, if that makes sense. That is... That's the theory, and we're just kind of, you know, it's strange. That is very... Oh. Oh, very odd, right? Give you the creeps, for sure. So those are some. I remember um, there was also an article I read, and I tried to find it again so I could talk about it, but uh, there was a theory put out there by this genius kid. He's a teenager, but he's also a genius. Yeah. And his theory was that... When they built the CERN um, collider, you know, the the, the um, proton yeah. accelerator and they are smashing atoms and, and trying to find uh, the, um, the God particle is what they're looking for mm-hmm. ultimately, which is breaking down even matter into smaller bits. His theory was when they did that, they kind of shattered the universes and now they're leaking into each other. That was his thought. That's his, a pretty intense thought for yeah, a teenager. Right. For a te- that's what I'm saying. He's a genius. And I wish I could remember his name. If I can find it, I'll put it in the show notes for sure. Um, so those are just some some ideas and some thoughts on what might be causing this and why people are um, seeing things differently. And, and the other thing as well is... How the Mandela effect, you have groups of people that remember things differently. Yep. They might be from a universe where um, the Earth was hit by an asteroid and everybody died and shifted at once. What? So you're like, I'm from the universe that got pummeled by an asteroid or a, a comet and everybody shifted one degree over. Like and some now Rick and Morty live. stuff. Right. <laughs> right. It's some serious Rick and Morty stuff. But there's some fascinating things out there and they, they come from you know not just fringe science that come from real scientists um neil degrasse tyson who um is a very interesting guy who loves to ruin um, science fiction movies by pointing out what's wrong with them but <laughs> but he he's also talked about the multiverse and that uh you know the fact that it's it's more likely that we live in a multiverse uh, or live in a simulation I should say simulation than not. Um, than not. Yeah, it's more likely that we do live in it than not, and that would be also very interesting. And you know, if we lived in a simulation, uh, I would like to hack it and upgrade whatever you know money that I'm getting right now to a lot more money. That'd be cool. So, and if you remembered the Assassin's Creed games, where it's like you're hooked up to this. Um, machine and you live your ancestors lives you through the DNA life that would be crazy to think about as well right and that's that brings up another interesting I mean you could delve deep into it because when I was younger and they were barely going through DNA they believed that humans had a lot of junk DNA they called it junk DNA because they didn't know what it did but they're finding out more and more that that that's not necessarily junk DNA it's got real uses and, and real things and so it's your genetic id it's your, maybe it's your genetic id maybe you do have your ancestors um there is a theory out there that goes along with that yeah. is that um there are th- some things that you may know because your ancestors knew that 
and it's passed along that way. It's along the same lines as um, like the hunter-gatherer type yeah, stuff. Hunter-gathering like... stuff and, um, but a lot of things that you have now are, are from from the time you know that your ancestors well, had to and your for example evolution is a big part of that as well right, right? yeah evolution and um, you can thank your hunter gatherer ancestors for the fact that that we you know a lot of us suffer from anxiety and go through things because they were like running around on fight fight or flight all the time and now we have to deal with it even though it's not thanks something ancestors. That, thanks ancestors awesome <laughs> we kind of got off topic there a little bit, but that's all right. Um, just kind of wrap it up to wrap it up a little bit. Um, again, um, if you if you love um, glitches in the matrix or anything paranormal, uh, you can find my books on Amazon, or you can go to strangerbridgerland.com, which will tell you everything coming up and where to find my books on Audible and Kindle and all that stuff. You can also find them on Amazon. And, uh, and on Instagram. And on Instagram. I'm on Instagram for Stranger Bridgerland and Facebook. And we we're actually working on a TikTok right now, getting Stranger Bridgerland on TikTok. So that'll be kind of Ooh. fun. Interesting as well. So It's probably mostly going to be of the dogs. It, yeah, it'll be funny things with the dogs. <laughs> yeah, we love the dogs. Um, anyway, I said um a lot. I'm going to have to work on not saying um a lot. But um... But um... All right, so this has been John Olson and Colton Olson. And welcome and thanks that you joined us here on Stranger Bridgerland. Thank you for joining us in the world of the paranormal. For more stories, visit StrangerBridgerland.com. <laughs>